Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Good afternoon, Zinger Nation. My name is Logan Ross, and this is Moon or Bust, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. Live from Detroit, Michigan, uh, today we will be starting off with an update on the crypto markets, the ETH BTC pair. We're going to be looking at the NFT mania, talking about some pudgy penguins as usual, uh, finding out if I'm a pengu millionaire yet. Uh, won't give any spoilers on that. Then we're going to be doing a short educational segment on the difference uh, between a few different popular stable coins. Uh, and finally, the moment you've all been waiting for, we're going to be interviewing the team behind Everrise. If you are excited, if you are pumped up for this interview, let us know by smashing the like button. Send it straight to the moon. Let's see how strong this community is. If you are new at Benzinga, I just want to welcome you here for the first time. We are all about empowering the institutional investor, the retail trader. Uh, we say fuck the suits. We are the t-shirts, the sweatpants, the, the crypto traders sitting at home trying to get their bag and Benzinga is all about helping them. So we have tons of good ideas, trade ideas, investment ideas coming at you uh, today and always. So I would like to bring on my two co-hosts. We have the DeFi developer himself, Brian Moore uh, and Liquidation Nation, Ryan McNamara. How are you fellas doing today? Just dandy. Pretty good, Brian. I like your shirt. <laughs> Thanks, man. One of us is going to have to change. <laughs> I was just actually, that's on my only fans <laughs> if you want to get one of those sick moon or bust tees uh you can find the link in the description below swag.benzinga.com and, and also join the telegram we'll toss you a 25 percent off discount code uh on the swag um while you're down there i want to point out the first link in the description below is the separate benzinga crypto youtube channel sub to that if you're here for crypto it has all the good stuff uh, and as always, make sure to connect with us on Twitter. Our handles are right there, as always. Um, okay, boom. Let's get into the market update. Ryan, uh, do you want to talk about the ETH BTC pair? Can you pull up Trading View for us? Um, yeah, yes. let me let me share my screen here. Okay, for sure. So let me go over some quick prices uh, while Ryan is getting his screen up. We have BTC at forty six four, uh, ETH at three thousand two hundred twenty five dollars. BNB at $396, up 4% on the day. Cardano is, holy shit, guys. Cardano's over $2. Oh, my God. I thought ADA st stood for a dollar always, but I was wrong. It's $2. If you, if you guys are looking at ADA, if you're investing in ADA, uh, drop some hype in the chat. If not, let us know what projects you are looking at this week. Um, that is crazy. We've been looking for $2 ADA for the longest time. It's up 15.5% today. 42% on the seven day. Um, man, that, that's got to be nice for my bag. I have, haven't checked my crypto portfolio tracker lately, but I will after this show. I'm sure it's going to be juicy. Uh, let's see. We got Doge at 27 cents, Polkadot at 21, Uni at 29.50. Ryan, do you have your screen share for us yet? Yes, I do. Can you see it or no? Nope. Unfortunate. Okay, let me see what I can do here. I don't think you did. Add to stream. I just needed to add it. Boom. All right. Okay. So we were trading this range for a long time. If you were watching the show for the past month, I predicted that we would be between this range for a few months, you know, between thirty to forty thousand dollars. And we did trade between that range for a while, but now we're out of it. So I am looking for a retest, maybe not all the way down to here around the forty-two thousand, but I'm hoping for around forty-four thousand dollars. Now, if you follow the bull market support band, which is the twenty-one week EMA and the twenty-week SMA. That's going to be right around $44,000. Uh, and when I was looking at that earlier, I was thinking maybe we already tested it because we did have this dip. However, it was really short and we only got down to 43.7. 
I think that the bull market support bands right around 42, 42, five actually. Mm -hmm. So we didn't hit it. I'm probably going to wait until we get a retest of that bull market support band. I uh, wish I could pull it up, but I can't at the moment. Um, but yeah, that's right around like $43,000, but it's moving up now because the prices are above that $43,000 mark. And it's an average of those prices over the last 20 weeks. Uh, it will be going up so long as we stay above $43,000. However, this is looking really bullish. Something I like to trade on is called Elliott Wave Theory. It's a set of three impulse waves and two corrective waves. Um, so if we use that, we can say this is our first impulse wave up. And then we have a corrective wave down, which is right here. And then our, our second impulse wave up mm -hmm. and then our next corrective wave down. And this corrective wave cannot go past the prior peak from the first impulse wave. Um, so we mm -hmm. did see that. So what I'm expecting now is this fifth leg up in Elliott wave theory. It works out a lot. Mm -hmm. You can see it uh, kind of back here. You know, we had this big impulse wave up. We came down. We went back up. And then we came back down and we did almost retest this prior all-time high, uh, but we didn't quite get there. And then we had our last impulse wave up. You could say this is it. You could say this is all one big impulse wave, however you want to look at it. Um, but I think that there will be one more impulse wave here. And I, maybe we'll get to like here. Let me draw another line and we're going to keep this line on for the next few months, see if I'm right. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking like 49 probably 49,000. Oh, wrong thing. I'm just going to put this <laughs> over here. Uh, let's see this one. Yeah. So what I'm thinking, we're going to see $49,000 Bitcoin sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. We're really bullish. Momentum's hard to stop. I think we're going to get up to this range here where we have had some price movement in the past. And then maybe we'll retest. Maybe we'll go back down. And by that time, hopefully the bull market support bands may be at $44,000, $45,000. Retest mm -hmm. that and hopefully keep going up. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on Bitcoin? Do we want to see the Bitcoin ETH chart? Do we want to look at Cardano? What do you guys think? So I have, I have a quick question but, yeah. uh, before, we, before we go to that ETH BTC chart. Going into this weekend, if you're a trader, uh, uh, which way are you leaning? Well, I said my stance. I think we're going to go up to four, around $49,000 before we see a big correction. Okay. Um, but when we do see that correction, I think it'll be coming back down to that bull market support band, that 21-week EMA, that 20-week SMA, which nice. hopefully by the time we get down there, will be around $45,000. Very cool. Let us know what you guys think in the chat. Are you bullish or bearish on the crypto market in general in the short term? Uh, and, and while you're down there, smash the like button. Uh, let's see if we can get 100 likes today. I think that should be no problem uh, with the hundreds of, of Everrise community members we got going on in here. Um, okay, let's see this ETH BTC chart. I've been seeing a lot uh, of um, bullish bullish sentiment on Twitter, online. Uh, you know, if you zoom way out, Ryan, we have we have a three-year bottom. Oh, too, too far. Oops. Go back. Go back. Okay. A little bit okay. too far. Uh, there you so go. We have like a three-year uh, kind of bottoming out there. Uh, and in my opinion, that sets us up for some insane upward moves. Um, we saw what it did towards the end of the bull market in 2018 in January. Um, the, the ETH BTC dominance was unreal. And I think that we can get back to those levels, if not surpass them in the future. You guys know that I am super bullish ETH. I think the flipping will happen uh, this market cycle within the next 12 months. Uh, I know that's a hot take. Let us know what you guys think in the chat. Um, always open to new ideas here. But yeah, uh, it, it looks like Ryan has drawn this triangle here. We've broken up upwards out of this triangle uh, and, and we could be looking for some increased ETH dominance over the short term here. Um, Ryan, Brian, do you have any thoughts on this, this ETH BTC pair? Yeah, I agree with you, Logan. Um, like, I, like I drew here, their little triangle, you can draw it whatever way you want, but this would be the most conservative coming from these two tops and we're still broken out above it. Hopefully we hold this and it kind of looks like a bull flag. You know, maybe we can go higher. That'd be really mm -hmm. cool. Brian, you got anything for us? No, I, I, I agree. I, I, I honestly am thinking we might see 50K before we see below 40K. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I, I mean, I, I think Ryan pretty much laid it out exactly how I feel about it too. I, I, I don't really have much more to add. Um, but I, I think we do see 50K in the foreseeable future. 
yeah. uh, before we would see below 40K. Eh. Maybe. I'm honestly not convinced we're going to see below 40K again. Uh, we'll, we'll let the market prove me wrong there. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to just wait it out and see. I'm, I'm pretty bullish in, in the short term here. Um, okay. You want to pull up ADA for us now, Ryan? Yeah, let's do it. Well, this is one Ryan that is- Ryan does not like. <laughs> Still can make you money though. I like anything <laughs> that can make you money. Exactly. Uh, so I, I saw a cool, cool comment here from Craig. Let's uh, rise to the occasion. Let's see if you can rise to the occasion of 100 likes. We're at 61 right now, and then we're only a couple minutes into the show. I think 100 could be done in the next five minutes if y'all go crazy. Boom, boom, uh, boom, and boom, maybe boom. we could get two to 50 by the end of the episode. That would make my day. Might even do another swag giveaway. Oh, boy. If, you, if y'all uh, make some likes happen real quick, we'll, we'll do a swag giveaway. How about that? Hell yeah. So it uh, looks like ADA has been ripping even more than I thought. Jeez mm-hmm. Louise. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were on a solid uptrend even all the way since a dollar, basically. And that, mm-hmm. now we're at about 100% gains from there. Uh, mm-hmm. That was probably right around the same time Bitcoin was at $29,000. Ethereum was at $1,700. But we haven't seen any significant correction just yet. We're still going parabolic. And this is the one-day candle. And you can see just 24, not even 24 hours ago, but at the open of this one-day candle, we were at about $1.80. And since then, now we're above $2. That's over 20% gain right there. Actually, no, that's not a 20% gain. That's a 10% gain. Nonetheless, for 24 hours, that's crazy gains. And if you go back just like four days a $1.50, that's well above 25% gains. So we're looking pretty good with Adder right now. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. So, well, go ahead. So you guys know what I – if you've been following the show for a while, um, you know that that a couple months ago I, I was pretty bearish on ADA. I didn't think I had a chance to beat ETH from a fundamental perspective. Uh, but then I took a step back. I said, wait a second. Crypto bull markets are not about fundamentals. They're about momentum. Uh, and, and even from a fundamental perspective, having Cardano as a hedge to my ETH position made sense to me. Uh, so I picked up a bag uh, around the $1, 120 mark, um, and I've just been watching it ride since then. Uh, I, I think that, that Cardano could be one of the biggest uh, returns on investment this market cycle. I think we could definitely see uh, a 5x from here. It's not impossible. It's going to be difficult. $10 Cardano is going to be a ridiculously huge market cap. You have to keep that in mind. Uh, so don't expect it. Um, but but crypto is volatile. You never know what can happen. Uh, Will it be a better ROI than the Pangus, though? <laughs> that that is not. a perfect Probably transition not. to our next segment on the ongoing NFT mania. Let me just pull up the, the Pudgy Penguins page right here. So uh, if you guys haven't been following along with NFT Mania, crypto Twitter, the entire crypto community has said, screw the charts, screw the technicals. We want penguins. Uh, so last Thursday, Ryan Ryan put me hip. My, my official NFT advisor, Ryan McNamara, told me, you should check out these penguins. I said, all right, looks rare. They're pretty cute. Uh, so I scooped one up for 0.17 ETH. Uh, and the ride has just been crazy since then. I've had to, to delist it a couple of times because the price floor has been going up so much. Uh, so, so it says right here 2.99. But if you filter, the lowest thing that's currently for sale is actually 3.4. Um, so if you want to get in right now, you're going to be paying a pretty penny, uh, just over 10000 nearly $11,000. Man, this, I, I don't even know what to think at this point. Uh, <laughs> it, it defies all logic, but I am here for the ride. I, I think um, I, I've been pretty conflicted on this lately. I got way too much money sitting in this this silly penguin. Um, uh, and it's like, on one hand, I could see them becoming an export apes, right? Which have like a 15 ETH floor right now. They, they have the community. They have the volume. Uh, they have that that wallet to total supply ratio going that that board Ape uh, yacht club does, uh, but on the other hand, uh, it's terrifying. It's just terrifying to have this much money in, in a pudgy penguin. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the chat below, uh, Ryan and Brian. What do you think I should sell at, or should I hold it forever? Don't hold it forever, but I mean, ride the wave, man. I mean, there's no reason to like sell out early because you have that. 
It, it's well, okay. Let me right. backtrack. It's a little different than stocks because you don't want to hold on and then lose and get greedy and lose out on uh, money. But with these NFTs and stuff, is a whole different strategy. And I think there's a lot there's a lot le- uh, more reward than there is risk if you hold for a little bit longer. Once you see it like a big, oh, it's already at three ETH. The poor <laughs> price is at three. Going up ETH. as we just speak. hold it for a little bit. I mean, it's booming. Yeah. Like you don't want to sell for two ETH when soon you can get it for 14. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there is, there is that whole risk of, you know, well, what if it just pops and these just don't go anywhere, but th- all indicators point to uh, you can hold for a little bit longer. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Before, yeah, I, don't I think know. momentum's hard to stop here. I mean, it's been yes. going up the past couple of weeks, like insanely. It's just, it's just crazy. Especially honestly. where you got it at. I mean, you're, you're already in the money, you know, Ride the wave, man. Make this pudgy penguin turn Logan. Hashtag Logan is a pingu millionaire. <laughs> you heard it here. It's trending on Twitter right now. If you if you're not hit yet, make sure you go tweet that shit out at Logan and Ross on Twitter. Tag me, follow me, say what's up. Uh, my my uh, uh, DMs are open, so hit here's me up some, there. Here's some um, good but- advice. Get rid of the penguins. Let's, talk about let's fucking <laughs> let's toss these penguins. Let's get them out of here. Let's get Everrise on. <laughs> this is what you are all here, what you've all been waiting for. Go crazy. Blow up the chat right now as I bring on our two special guests. We have today Wasso and Lord TJ. How are you fellas doing today? I'm great. How are you guys doing? I'm loving the NFT talk. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Are you in any any NFTs, TJ? Yeah, I got uh, I got a few the other day. I got into the craze. I don't know how or why, but my friend convinced yeah. me. I, I got a few of these uh sub ducks and a couple of these fluff worlds, but Ooh. I have a penguin. Oh, you know, Brian. I, I know the sub ducks and fluff worlds. Our, our uh one of our producers, Scott, pointed me to Fluff World and it was a little too heavy for my uh my liking, but both of those I, I was just looking at sub ducks earlier. We actually just interviewed the co-founder of Axie Infinity on our last live stream. So check that out if you haven't. But he is into Subducts as oh, yeah. well. It's a pretty cool project. He oh, picked a awesome. winner. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I, I wanted to get a penguin. I was talking to m- uh, my friend David, who's on our core team as well. He told me he got a penguin like two days ago. We were sending a couple back and forth with each other. And uh, he's, I found one for 1.9 that I really wanted. And I didn't pull the trigger. And then, look, two days later, floor is three. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is Man, indeed crazy. I, I need to uh, get tease a little bit, huh? I don't know. NFT space is hot, man. It's booming. Uh, so oh, let's okay. get a little bit of bit of background on both of you guys uh, and your your adventures in crypto and, and how you joined the Everize team. What you do for Everize? Yeah, sure. I could start that off. So um, I was actually with Everize since uh, pre day one, I guess. Uh, wow. Aiden, myself, and my other friend, we launched the project together. Um, let me get this straight. Everize is Titan. Titan is our dev. It is his project. He is brilliant beyond words. Um, what he has created and what he's building has never been seen in the crypto market before. Everize is all about safety. And we're, uh, we're excited to talk more about that. Cool. Yeah. And then um, I'm Wasso. I've um, been in the crypto space for a few years now, mostly as an investor. Uh, my background's in business development. I've worked for a Fortune 50 company leading a business development team um, in New York. Um, my latest crypto experience was um, I was part of the core team of Hoge, which was the first deflationary token. I, um, the first deflationary token on Ethereum, that is. I was part of the business development and marketing team for um, several months until I was actually a victim of a hack. Um, which is one of the reasons that attracted me to Everize and, you know, the safety that it's bringing to the space. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. That's a great story. Uh, so just in case there's anyone out there in the audience who hasn't heard of Everize, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the project from a high level? Yeah, Wasso, you want to take that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so on a, on a high level, I think we should start off with um, intentions, right? Everize was built with the intention of bringing the buyback feature, something that's commonly used within like the stock or equities market. Anytime there's like a downturn, um, a company's able to buy back the stock to bring investor confidence and overall raise the price. That was the intention of um, Everize being launched. We um, achieved that through a, a function called the Kraken, which has been named by our community. It's basically a 
big ass whale with a large holdings um, where it's only able to buy on pancake swap. So if you figure a percentage of every transaction funds the Kraken and then the Kraken is able to at times, you know, whether it be like a, a whale sell off or, you know, chart manipulation or just an overall market downturn, it's able to buy tokens from PancakeSwap, raise the price. And then the kicker is it instantly burns the rise tokens that it buys. So it's uh, hyper deflationary in that aspect. Yeah. And to speak more to the Kraken, it currently has $2.2 million in it that can only be deployed to the Everrise contract. Very cool. So how uh, does that money get deployed? So Titan um, is currently the only one in control of it. Um, so he'll go in uh, through the back end. I- I'm personally not a coder. I don't completely understand how- what he does behind the scenes, but uh, it's one person in control of it. I mean, when we started out Everize, we had it automatic. So after every uh, sell, there was a buy. And what happened is we got botted really bad on the second or third day. Someone drained $2 million worth of the Kraken into... Uh, or maybe it was like a million point five or something like that. But they drained a lot of money right into the chart and then everyone sold. So we kind of learned as we went along the things that worked, the things that didn't work. So um, now to be completely bot proof and safe as possible, we have Titan control it. And uh, it's been working like a charm. Yeah, it's. Um, I'll add a little bit to that too. Like, So again, intentions, right? When the project was launched, the idea behind it was after every single sell, there will be a buy. And that would have been the Kraken. So it was an auto feature. Every time it sees a sell, it does a buy right after it. Um, unfortunately, you know, day two, there was a bot attack on the contract. So we had to turn off that feature. That feature being turned off resulted in a wallet starting to fill with BNB, which is how the Kraken name formed. Um, you know, we've discussed so many different ways of how to best deploy the Kraken, whether it be, you know, like, uh, you know, having a financial team or having, you know, a um, AI that's constantly learning based on charts and buys and sells to kind of determine when's the best time to buy. Um, so a lot of these things are currently being discussed. Um, we uh, in the moment have felt that, you know, under uh, Titan's, you know, guidance, he's been deploying the Kraken and it's been very positive. You know, we've been able to stabilize, you know, whale sell-offs and, you know, like if, if you take a look at our chart, you know, there's through, you know, what they call that temporary bearish market over the last month, you know, we were able mm-hmm. to pretty nicely stabilize where many other projects, um, you know, have seen, you know, 30, 40, 50%, um, you know, drops. Awesome. Uh, so, let me just ask, since I'm since I'm pretty new to the Everize community and, and ecosystem, um, I'm hearing that Kraken is the one that's in, in or sorry, Titan is the one that's in control of Kraken, um, which has all this money in it. It, it. Is does he have a way to pull out these funds, or, or is there some security for that? Yeah, there's no way to pull out the funds. Um, it's impossible. So the way the contract is coded, the only way that those funds can be moved or um, deployed or anything like that is by buying back Everize. That is the only way that the funds can be used. Very and cool. And that was in our audit with Certic. Awesome. Yeah, that Certic, I, I know, is a legit audit company. Um, so that's, that's great to see that you guys have that. Um, so I want to toss it out to the chat right now. You guys know uh, the most about Everize. So you guys have the best questions to ask. Um, drop some questions in the chat and we'll get them to the team for you. Um, but next up, I saw that you guys have 76,000 wallets right now and you guys claim to be the original buyback hyper deflationary token um, but we've had some other projects come on like feg token they said they were the first and, and that safe moon was a fork of them uh so who's who's really the first person here who's who's making it up yeah so we are the first hyper deflationary buyback token um, so we are not the first, you know, deflationary token. We're not the first hyper deflationary token. We are the first to introduce the buyback feature. Um, gotcha. So I can't really comment on who's making it up between Feg and Safe Moon. <laughs> they all are. <laughs> but I can I can definitely tell you we were the first to bring the buyback feature um, into into the crypto world. But um, you made a comment about our community, man. Our community is awesome. We're set, like you said, 76,000 holders strong. We have 33,000 active members in our global English telegram. We just broke 45,000 active members in our Chinese telegram. 
we have, uh, you know, almost every week we have like a new country popping up. You know, our, we've seen our Turkish community grow quite a bit, our Japanese community grow. Um, and it's it's really been awesome seeing, you know, really the, the global acceptance of this buyback feature, um, specifically um, also our decentralized apps that we're launching. You know, if you guys don't mind, maybe could we talk about that a little bit while we wait for, you know, some questions to come through? Yeah, totally. sure. we do have some questions about it later. We have tons of questions prepared ourselves. Um, but if you wanted to jump over to that now, it's a perfect time. No. Oh, no, man. Don't let me don't let me jump around your schedule. Uh, <laughs> I'm following you. Um, OK, sounds good. I actually had one next question for you guys. Um, I see that on your website you say Everrise is a collateralized cryptocurrency. Um, could you speak on that a little bit? You know, how is this cryptocurrency collateralized? Is that in reference to Kraken or is that something else? That's exactly what it is. It's uh, collateralized through a safety net, which is the Kraken, which is uh, has the ability to protect investors during like a market downturn. At that point, we're able to engage the Kraken, which will you know bring uh, a price increase to the Rise token, and through that function, it's collateralized. Okay, so what is your guys' market cap currently? I think we're just under 38 million. Is that is that correct? The last time I checked, I think we were around like 37, 38, 36, something in that range. It's okay. Fun. And they don't look at the market cap that, that often. I never look at the chart anymore because to me, I've been in the in the crypto space for a long time. I've seen a lot of projects. I've been involved in a lot of projects, and I've never been more confident about uh, building something or just a project as a whole, as I am about Everize. I mean, it's just second to none. There's nothing like it that exists. The DApps that we're building are going to make the crypto space safer for everybody. I mean, the, the our main thing is we want good people with good projects uh, to grow. We, we're not all about just us. It's about keeping everybody safe and making everybody a winner. There's a lot of talented people out there, and uh, we just want to be uh, a part of it. Gotcha. So it's not actually collateralized like a stable coin would be with like, say, US dollar and then the stable coins equal to one dollar. But you do have a little bit of a safety net with Kraken, although that's you said around two million dollars. Your market cap's about 40 million. So maybe five percent collateralized with that Kraken, um, depending on, on how deep the market is on, on PancakeSwap. Correct. Yeah. And you also remember that the Kraken is in BNB. Right. Hmm. Okay, so speaking on the token itself, what what utility does Everize have? Great question. Um, so the utility of Everize comes through the DApps um, that we're, we're launching. The first one by the end of this month. Is this a, is this a good time to transition? Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Sure. All right. Awesome. Um, so I'll start off with our with our first DApp, uh, which is Everown. Um, Everown is going to be a decentralized application where developers will be able to come and renounce their contract to Everown. At that point, once they renounce their contract, Everown will be able to hold it until that developer wants to come back and reclaim it. Once they're looking to reclaim their contract, a vote will be put up on Everown. So imagine once they click the reclaim button, an instant snapshot will be taken of all of the wallet holders. At that point, all of those holders who currently hold that token will be able to vote yes or no. Depending on the results of the vote, the developer will either be able to take the contract back or they will not be able to. But the point here is that the community is who's in control, not the developers. And there's a lot of issues um, that arise from, you know, not having, let's, let me give a few problems, for example, and then we'll talk about the issues they solve. Most projects, when they launch, they have a single uh, wallet holder. You know, like 99% of projects don't launch with a multi-sig wallet, for example. So if anything was to ever happen to that developer, whether they lose interest in the project, God forbid, you know, they they pass away, um, you know, that contract is lost. It's not going to be able to have any changes to it. And then the other alternative is a lot of projects, they just renounce their contract. If you renounce your contract, you know, there are going to be upgrades or changes that you're going to need to make, whether it's when getting listed on an exchange or things of that sort, where, you know, renouncing actually isn't a good idea. Whatever. Yeah, you, does, 
Yeah, exactly. So what EverOwn does is it gives the developer the ability to build trust within his community by empowering them to decide if he's able to or not able to reclaim that contract. Okay, so it's it's essentially making Everize a governance token in a sense. Would you say that's accurate or no? I would say not really because the decision isn't with Everown, right? The decision is with the community, the community of that token. So Everize allows communities to govern over their contract, if that makes sense. Mm. Well, in, in one way, you can see it as a governance token because um, when the community is going to vote to the contract back, um, it's based on percentages of tokens that you're holding. So let's say you're holding 10% of the overall tokens, your vote is going to be worth more than someone holding 0.001% of the tokens. So are these so, tokens actually the Everize tokens or would these be other tokens made on Everon through those smart contracts? It would be the other. So let's say you're making a token called uh, Ryan token. It would be how many Ryan tokens you're holding. Okay. So, um, the Rise token has no effect uh, essentially with voting in other projects. So uh, people are going to have to hold Rise, like project owners are going to have to hold Rise in order to use Everown. Um, and there'll, there'll be a fee attached to it as well. Um, but in terms of voting on the actual project, no, you don't need to hold Everize. Okay. And any BSD project can use Everize. Like, let's say SafeMoon, for example, right? They're probably the most noteworthy BSC project out there. They're able to go into Everown, renounce their contract into Everown, and if they ever need it back to make any changes, they could go attempt to reclaim it. And then anyone that holds SafeMoon has the ability to vote to allow their devs to either get the contract back or not. So when we're talking about the contract, we're talking about the token contract here. The smart contract. Like that, the, that issues the token. Yes. You're t the, the smart contract that has control of that token. So if, in the case of SafeMoon, for example, it would be the original smart contract that was launched out of their deployer wallet. Gotcha. Okay. So by uploading these contracts onto the Everown ecosystem, you're essentially gaining more trust from investors. You're exactly. gaining, yes, you're gaining more trust from investors because while it's locked in Everown, you could rest easy knowing that the developer is not making any changes to their smart contract while it's locked there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. This is a pretty unique idea. I personally haven't heard it before. Is this something that you guys came up with? Yes. it's uh, Titan <laughs> came up with this. It was the founding idea of Everize. Um, when we launched the token, the plan was to create these dApps. Um, we've expanded from the one, which was uh, Everown, but um, it's it hasn't been done before. We have uh, a legal and business director now who's making sure everything is uh, tip-top shape in that front um, in terms of people stealing the idea and whatnot if if they want to. But uh, it's, it's definitely something that hasn't been done. It's needed because another thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's a lot of rug pulls and there's a lot of sketchy things going on in the space these days. I mean, it's sickening. It's oh, just, yeah. I don't even know how these people sleep at night. I, I can't even kill a fly without feeling bad. <laughs> oh, it's stealing people's money. I can't imagine. So a lot of the time, uh, contract owners and project owners are under stress from their community and pressure to uh, renounce the contract ownership. And a lot of the time when they do that, they severely limit themselves in the future. I mean, when you yeah. want to get listed on an exchange, you need to whitelist an address. Mm -hmm. There's, there's thousands of different reasons why you would need ownership of a contract, especially if you're a growing project and you have big plans. So uh, temporarily renouncing it to Everone creates a safety net both for the community that um, the dev team can't go and change the tax last second to 100% and, and take everyone's money. Um, tons of things. I mean, I, I could speak about this for, for an hour, but yeah, it's another way to keep everybody safe. And that's the main goal of Everize. And that's what we're going to be doing. So we're really looking then, forward to it. And then I'll add, I'll add one more, maybe two more things, if you guys don't mind. The, the other issue that this solves is is, you know, like a legacy issue. So, you know, like we said, if something happens to the developer, someone else that's been assigned can claim that contract if they if if a certain amount of time has gone by. So you're also, you know, reducing the risk of, you know, the keys to the smart contract being lost or something happening to, you know, that to that developer. Um, but, you know, we're going to be launching this by the end of the month. It's going to be on a, a live YouTube demo with our CEO and founder, Titan Doxing, at the same time. Um, so hopefully, you know, if you guys don't mind, we'll send you a link and you guys could check it out. I think it's going to be For sure. uh, 
a definitely a good step to, you know, just overall like improving crypto safety, you know, specifically in the BSC space. Yeah, that's awesome. And it'll be great to see uh, Titan being doxxed as well. Him coming out there just shows that he has his, his own identity. He's got some skin in the game now. Um, I, I know the community will like that. I'm, I'm seeing some comments. They want to see your guys' faces. Um, but, you know, I'll leave that up to you. Um, okay, so next up, uh, speaking of stealing some ideas, have you guys seen any other projects uh, take the buyback function from you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there have yes. been thousands and thousands of forks. Wow. And it's, it's funny because uh, a lot of the advertisements that the coins said, especially at the beginning, is did you miss Everize? Get this, the next buyback token. And yeah. It, there have been thousands and th thousands of forks. Any forks you want to throw some shade at for copying you guys right now? No. Uh, no? We, no we love everybody. We want a Twitter war. <laughs> okay. You, know, you have the views chance. Views are views, my friend. Views are views. That's right. No, it's funny you say that, man. It's like, it's, uh, it's kind of like a very strange feeling, you know, like so many people copy you, you kind of think like, all right, wow, you know, we had a, definitely an effect on, you know, the DeFi. <laughs> on the other end, you're like, holy shit, I just got copied by over 1700 people. Like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. And one thing is, uh, if you, get, if you actually look at the smart contract you guys have, because all these tokens, I mean, every everybody, it's all open source to an extent. Uh, not the whole project, but you at least the smart contract is. And if you look through the Everize um, contract, you can tell that it was written from the ground up. It's not a copy and paste with adding different things. And now all these other hyperdeflationary buyback tokens, um, you can just keep lists, like you said, 1,700. There's probably 1,000 more. Um, but you can definitely tell that they all um, have used your contract and just added little bits, which is kind of cool, too, because you can see that the uh, community and different projects are just not necessarily improving, but they're adding their own flavor to it and kind of getting, um, you know, getting their own mix out of something you guys built, just like how the Safe Moon whole thing blew up. And uh, I think that's really commendable because, you know, if you have haters or if you have copiers, you know you're doing something right. So I mean that 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 is awesome. Um, yeah. which, is, which is why we really pushed forward with you know releasing these DApps you know as quickly as we can. Like a lot of these projects, you know they have the buyback function, which is which is awesome, right? Don't get me wrong. Like they're going to be able to protect their investors, like I said, through like a market downturn. But that's why you know the real utility of Everize is through these DApps, which. Um, you know, we're really hoping we'll bring awareness and just overall acceptance to both investors and developers. Oh, yeah. Cool. And if I, you guys go, ahead. go. OK, I was going to toss it out to the chat. If you guys are excited to see Everize on Benzinga, I'm seeing some Everzinga comments. That's dope. <laughs> uh, let us know by smashing the like button. I think we're almost at 200. I want to get 250 today. Uh, so let's see if we can we'll do, do a We'll do a giveaway. How we'll about We'll do a that? giveaway at 250. Brian, I'll toss it back mm -hmm. to you. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, you're fine. Um, so one question that I think we had too is how, how do you guys earn revenue with the buyback function? Like how, how does it kind of uh, work in terms of increasing the price or um, not creating a, like a downward trend or anything like that? Can you, can you guys kind of go into details on how that whole how that works like a broad picture definitely um you want me to take that picture yeah your mic is a little crazy right now um the way that everize will make um money that we're able to grow the project with is through our marketing wallet so there is a three percent um community uh there's not community wallet there's a three percent wallet um that collects taxes off every buy and sell um it's used for uh building d apps marketing um, staff, et cetera. So that's how we personally make money. We don't make anything off, off the tokens. Um, the dev tokens mm -hmm. themselves are vested for six months minimum. Um, that said though, the way the buyback works is every time the Kraken buys tokens from the open market, it immediately burns those tokens. So they're removed from circulation and the price per token is going to go up. So it might not directly uh, reflect on the market cap, but if you look at the price per token, it will rise every single time because um, ever rise. Exactly. We've it's removed those name. tokens from circulation. So I think currently we're almost at 24% burned in two months. 
and uh, it, we're not stopping. I mean, every single there's no way to stop it as well. Every time the Kraken buys, the tokens are burned. So, so did you guys have an initial burn when you started the project? Because I know a lot of these projects do that. No, those are those are useless. I mean, they don't do anything. Right, exactly. I mean, you might as well just do the total supply where you want it to be. And there's there's a quadrillion yeah. coins, and they're like, hey, we just burned twenty five percent of them. Marketing. It's like, hey, people are still cool. buying in based on the price after you burnt 25 right. yeah, it makes no difference if you so, would have just started yeah. with that same amount anyway just again it's true hyperdeflationary uh, burn that we one thing one uh something that we've seen in um has been kind of like thrown out there wouldn't that be uh kind of net neutral um on ethereum if you are buying it with bnb or buying back with bnb and then burning it wouldn't that just kind of make it almost you know cancel each other out or can you like kind of give some more detail on why that doesn't happen? Uh, it doesn't necessarily cancel each other out because um, when the tokens are sold on the open market, it's it's not burned. Like the, the only burn process that happens is once the Kraken buys. So sure. there's no way for it to negatively affect the price at all. Um, it'll only make it go up over the course of time. And also the good thing is, is we can maintain a steady market cap while growing the Kraken. So it's an even bigger safety net for investors. So... I mean, think about when the Kraken has $10 million, people are going to want to get into it just because they know that they can go to bed. I mean, already people know they can go to bed and not worry about the market cap dipping by 50% overnight, like with some of these other uh, tokens on the on the BSC. Like, you never know what could happen. You know, one whale sells off and all of a sudden you go to bed with $500 and you woke up with 100 And yeah. we built a mechanism to kind of counteract that. So there's no way for the price to go down. It's it's only if uh, the Kraken ever rises. Exactly. It only ever rises. So I've seen this this Kraken and it kind of seems like almost like Kraken is shorting Everrise because you're instead of burning right away on the market, you're transferring it to BNB. So then if BNB goes up in comparison to Everrise, then you would be able to buy back more to burn. So it almost seems like like a short. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I don't I don't think that's necessarily accurate um, just because of the way that the whole the whole contract with the Kraken works. Um, so every time that the contract accumulates 50 billion rise, it sells it. Um, it's then converted to BNB, which is stored in the Kraken. The Kraken then deploys the BNB back into Everrise. So it doesn't matter if the price of BNB goes up or down per se. Um, it's always going to be the same because our liquidity pool is in BNB. So <laughs> we're, our price is correlated directly to the price of the Binance coin. Well, you're doing pretty good right now. Does that make sense? Am I am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, right, I want to toss it to a chat question real quick. Um, back to the idea of copying ideas. Are people going to be able to seal the DApps as well? No, we're not. Uh, we're not making the code for the the DApps public. Okay. And, and will it have an audit uh, since it's not public? Will it have an audit by the time it releases? That I don't know um, because it's not necessarily a coin. But we can look into something like that. Um, we're going to run test rounds with our community as well. We're going to make a, a beta token, like a, a beta test with a, a fake token, essentially, so that uh, the community can test it out and see how it works. And we'll have tutorial videos and whatnot. The whole nine yards we'll have up before we're ready to uh, pitch it to projects. Um, I've already had tons reach out to me about it, saying, oh, I want to be the first one on Everown. I want to be the first one on Everown. <laughs> the, the market is there. I mean, there's a lot of good people and good projects that do want safety for their community. And in the space that we're living in right now, especially with crypto, anything that you can do to show safety and just extra security for your investors is a win. Gotcha. Very cool. Uh, let's see what's up next. Uh, so maybe we could talk about some of the other dApps that are coming out. I know you guys have EverWallet, EverSwap, EverSale, and EverLock. Yes. Wasso is the pro at this. I'll let him take the floor. Let's do it. Um, so first one we'll talk about is EverWallet, right? So currently, where do people store their tokens? They're either stored on like a decentralized wallet, like a MetaMask or a Trust Wallet. They're either on a centralized exchange, like a Binance or a Coinbase or whichever, or they're on a cold wallet, like a, a Ledger or a Trezor. So whatever wallet is going to be is a security enhancement to be a complementary product to both MetaMask, Trust Wallet, and other like decentralized wallets. It's gonna, you're going to be able to have an additional password that's 
you interact directly with the blockchain where you'll be able to store your tokens there. So an example is, you know, somebody gets your seed phrase, let's say. They type in your seed phrase in MetaMask, they get access to your tokens. They won't be able to interact with the tokens in that wallet without going to Ever Wallet and putting in an additional password. So for example, myself, I was I mentioned earlier that I was hacked. My hack came from somebody recovering my wallet, my uh, my private keys. Had I been on Ever Wallet, there would have been an additional password that they wouldn't have had access to my tokens. So Ever Wallet is really a security enhancement to decentralized wallets. Hmm. Any questions on that before I go on to the next step? No, that's awesome. Um, the next one is going to be Ever Swap. So Ever Swap is going to work exclusively with EverWallet. It's going to give users the ability to buy, sell, transfer any tokens that are available on PancakeSwap directly from EverWallet. So you don't run the risk of, you know, linking up to a site where, you know, they're able to pull your private keys. That's a, one of the biggest fears these days, right? These these fake links of PancakeSwap where, you know, you're interacting with them and they're able to pull your tokens. Directly from EverWallet, you'll be able to swap um, only on PancakeSwap. And then our uh, final two uh, dApps we're releasing is going to be EverSale and EverLock. So EverSale is going to be a launch pad for projects where they're going to be able to um, put up liquidity which will be locked through Everlock. So the unique thing here is that, like for example, with DX sale, if you go and you create a project and you put up the initial liquidity, the control of that liquidity is up to the developer. They get to choose, do I you know, lock it for one month, three months, six months, a year? When you launch a project on Eversale, the liquidity is controlled by the community. So the community gets to decide whether they whether they allow the developer to reduce the liquidity or not, um, because rug pulls really are you know two things. They're either draining of liquidity or a dev sell off. This helps reduce the draining of liquidity um, as a potential rug pull. You know, hopefully bringing some some confidence and peace of mind to investors who you know come to ever sale to you know launch their project. But Very cool. together, like, you know, that's our suite of products. Um, we're currently discussing, you know, exactly how, what pricing is going to look like, for example, specifically for EverOwned, um, which is, you know, like I said, going to launch before the end of this month. We want to make sure that, you know, we, we always have two things in mind, right? Like, you know, growing the Everize token value, as well as gaining wide acceptance of our dApps. So, some of the things we've discussed now is some of the revenue that's generated from ever own to you know be airdropped for example to all of our holders you know proportionally to what they own some of the revenue may go into the kraken which will increase that safety net um but you know i really wanted to to focus on that point that all of the dApps we're building is with the intention of bringing safety to the space while helping increase the price of the rise token so I wanted to go back to EverSwap just really quickly. Are there yep. going to be any liquidity incentives to, to stake on your DEX? Are there going to be any liquidity incentives to stake on our DEX? So EverSwap is a swap platform. So when you think of this, think of like any swap, think of like change now, for example. So you're gonna have your tokens in EverWallet, which are secured on the blockchain. And then from there, you don't need to withdraw them back to MetaMask or Trust Wallet and then swap on PancakeSwap. You're going to be able to just transfer directly from the security of EverWallet to PancakeSwap and then you'll gain those tokens back. As far as the liquidity you mentioned on our DEX, um, that's going to be on EverSale, where on through EverSale, they will be able to lock up the liquidity through EverLock, if that makes sense. Okay, so is that the community members who get to lock up their liquidity and, and I assume they earn interest in some way? So or is that the team? On EverSale, the projects are going to be able to launch. Through EverLock, the community is going to be able to have control over the liquidity. 
So like what we're seeing now, there's like hundreds of BSC projects that launch every day. They launch, they have their liquidity locked for, you know, a certain number of days. Some of them don't lock it at all. And as you know, more cells come in, they start slowly pulling the liquidity. They call, they're calling it these days, like a, I think it's called like a slow rug pull, for example. That's mm -hmm. the problem that Everlock is fixing. Hmm. So how are these dApps going to add revenue to the ecosystem? So for EverOwn, for example, um, you know, we're going to require the developers to hold a certain amount of rise um, to engage with us. Um, then there's going to be a, um, you know, a fee. I don't know exactly what, let's say, I don't know, 5, 10, whatever, 15 BNB, for example. Um, and a portion of that is going to be used, like I said, to airdrop rise to the community. So they're, you know, they're increasing their rise holdings. A portion is going to go into the Kraken, which will provide more stability. And then we may keep a portion, you know, for further upgrades and, uh, you know, like uh, front end developments to to the platform. But yeah, all of that, all of that, will be revealed in detail forever. Own before the end of this month. Um, again, when Titan doxes and gives a full rollout of of the DAP. Awesome. Do you guys have any plans to make it uh, cross chain compatible, like to Ethereum? Yes. So we're gonna be rolling out with BSC first. And then one of our roadmap items is to allow uh, ERC20 tokens to also use uh, our dApps. So those are the two, uh, BEP20 and ERC20 tokens are the two that we currently have on our roadmap with BEP20 coming first. Gotcha. Well, um, this goes like on the Binance Smart Chain, it doesn't seem like this will be a very big uh, uh, hurdle. But on Ethereum, it might be a big hurdle if you're having the 11% transaction tax. Are you guys thinking about like uh, kind of adjusting that for the different chains or, you know, adjusting the functionality to run smoother, like on different blockchains and different use cases? Ooh, I didn't understand your question completely. I'm okay. sorry. So, um, are go we ahead. going to allow ERC-20 tokens to use our dApps? To that question, the answer, even though it wasn't asked, I asked it myself, is yes. Um, we are going to allow ERC-20 tokens to use EverOwn, for example. Is Rise looking to do like a bridge, for example, to ERC-20? We are not at this moment. Gotcha. Well, um, the previous question was with the 11% transaction tax, this can be a lot bigger of a fee on Ethereum as an ERC-20 as opposed to being a BEP-20. Do you guys plan to maybe make adjustments for Ethereum uh, if you have a you know an ERC-20 as opposed to the BEP-20 where that tax isn't nearly as significant? Well, the tax, the tax would be the same, right? Eleven percent gas prices and everything. When it costs so much more to like, uh, I guess I didn't ask it correctly. So the eleven percent tax with the BEP twenty that doesn't seem very as you know out of the ordinary with normal BEP twenty tokens, but on ERC twenty, um, yeah. those uh, transaction transaction taxes seem to be a little bit lesser just because the gas fee is so much higher and you need to have that little bit more of a buffer. Are you guys going to maybe change that for Ethereum or just keep it how it is and, uh, you know, ride with ride the wave because eventually the gas will, will, you know, go down and match Binance Smart Chain event, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, so we're not going to be interacting with um ERC 20 tokens in that way. So like if we have, okay. if we have a, um, so like if a project wants to, an ERC 20 token wants to come on ever own, you know, they're going to have to, you know, buy a certain amount of rise in B and B, right? So it'll be a BEP 20 rise. Um, and then we will charge a, um, you know, a fee to that project. We haven't discussed yet whether we're going to charge them in uh, BNB or in um, Ethereum, mm -hmm. uh, but there will never be a scenario where, like, uh, if you know, Ethereum would be taxed eleven percent to interface with us or any of our products. Okay, I think I'm following now. Okay, I got it. So I'm what sorry. about so what about adjusting the transaction tax for the DApps that you guys are creating? Because it doesn't really seem feasible to tax everybody eleven percent of whatever their net worth is and Everize when they transact on your DApps. Uh, is this something that you've considered? 
Um, TJ, have we have we been talking about um, on Ever Wallet or because on on Ever Own, right? There's there's no transaction happening, right? Right. Um, it's it's voting and it's um, you know it, it's really like a like we said a security protocol on Ever Wallet. Um, the eleven percent tax when interacting with PancakeSwap will continue. Um, and again, with 6% of that going to the Kraken, 2% distributed to holders, and 3% um, you know, going to our project sustainability wallet. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just kind of going off the, um, if you were to like with the cross bridge or having uh, like Ethereum dApps and stuff, that was going to be changed. But that's probably more of a, you know, kind of figure that out once it's more established kind of deal. Yeah, um, but the dApps would operate the exact same. They would just be functional with ERC20 tokens. Yeah, I got you. So if I have Everrise in my MetaMask right now and when EverOwn comes out and I need to transfer my Everrise from my MetaMask to my EverOwn, will I be charged 11% transaction fee? So I think you might have it a little misconstrued there. So Is it only selling? Uh, for Ever, are you talking about EverOwn or EverWallet? Because um, just just regarding transferring the token, because I know you have the transaction fee. I mean, I, that makes sense for when you're selling. But as you create a bigger ecosystem, uh, 11% tax on each transaction within that ecosystem uh, just doesn't seem very scalable. So in terms of ever own, the only people who are going to be using it are the project heads and the project developers. Okay. Um, that's a one-time thing, essentially a one-time fee when they want to access their contract. So okay. the only time that they would be paying an 11% tax is when they're buying the tokens, the same way that anyone else would be buying the tokens on the open market, um, just to hold them in order to use Everone. So it's not necessarily 11% of all your net worth. It's just, let's say the fee is you need to hold um, $10,000 in rise, you'd have to pay the tax on, on the $10,000 uh, in rise that you buy. But I mean, that's pretty normal in the BSC space, 11% yeah. tax is... I think right now is pretty low compared to a lot of the other projects. Yeah, some are like 20 to 40. Yeah, like they're pretty high now. So 11% is low. Um, and the only time that you're going to have to pay that tax is when you're actually buying the tokens um, in order to use Everown. And that's and when you sell, correct? Yes. And when you sell, that's only if you're a project uh, head. Okay. okay. I think that cleared it up a little bit more. Um, one last one for me. Uh, what collaborations has Everize kind of secured so far? Are there any in the works that you guys can tell us about? Are there any that you've been really excited about or, you know, just in general? Um, collaborations in what front? The marketing? Or any, any like any like other projects you guys are working with or any certain people that you're excited about? Just like it, in the broad, just as Everize as a whole. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting things going on behind the scenes. Unfortunately, we can't disclose, I would say, 99% of them until everything is a done deal and made public by both parties. Um, as far as what we're excited about that is exposed to the public, I mean, we're, uh, we're working heavily with Luna PR. Um, David Gockstein is on our core team, and he's, he's great. Um, he, he talks about Rise every single day on Twitter. Um, he loves the project. He loves what we're up to. Um, he's just a great partner as well. He's our branding consultant. Um, we're, we're building a lot of relationships with international communities. So as Waso mentioned earlier on um, in the interview, we're, our Turkish community is going like crazy. Our Asian communities are going like crazy. And that's because we're making a lot of deals with um, Asian marketing partners and Tur uh, Turkish marketing partners. Um, and we're, we're still expanding. I mean, we're ju we've just cracked the surface. So we're going to keep uh, expanding our wings and, and growing. It's just going to be uh, a more, it's not all going to happen at one time. We're doing everything right. We're doing everything strategically. Uh, we want to make sure that when we do something, we uh, dot all our I's and cross all our T's. So um, what I can tell you that's coming up is marketing-wise. Was, was is there anything we can say that isn't a secret or is everything kind of under the wraps right now? I mean, we could definitely give Marco a quick shout out, right? So we brought on uh, Marco to our um, core team. Marco was the head of business development for Certic. So he's bringing a uh, security perspective to our team. Um, I think he's definitely noteworthy of a shout out. I forgot about him for, for sure. a while. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, um, guys, we are uh, running out of time for today. We've already gone over and we got pre-market prep at the close coming up next. Um, but TJ Wasso, thank you guys so much for coming on. 
uh, sharing your time with us and sharing the details on the project and certainly going to have to keep our eyes on it going forward. Um, before you guys head out, I just want to give you a chance. Any final shout outs? Where can people connect with you? Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, so we can be uh, connected with on Twitter at Everize. Uh, we just launched a brand new website, www.everizecoin.com. Um, and uh, you can join our Telegram community. All those links are on our website and our Twitter. And Wasso and I are both very engaged and very, uh, very active. So we'll, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, it's very easy. Definitely. Awesome. Um, I want to say thank you so much, guys. Um, you know, I'm going to be doxing with uh, Titan at the end of this month. So hopefully uh, next time I'm here, I'll be on camera. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, hopefully coming back here and talking a little bit about Everone after it launches. So thank you so much for your time, guys. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. So thank you, guys. Hi All to right. the Popped on right. All right. You're having a great day. If you're new to Benzinga, make sure to subscribe. Come back for Moon or Bust every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That is it for us today. We will see you next week. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.